Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Traps, sons and traps, sons and traps. Traps, sons and traps, don't sons and traps. What's up, people? It's me, Adam Hunter, on location, doing an MMA Roasted podcast. My man, Mitch Clark. I'm in Edmonton. Every time I go to Edmonton, I have to have a show with Mitch because he's he's the king of Edmonton, this guy. He's, he's, like, uh, he's like the... The Conor McGregor of Edmonton, um, and uh, I want to thank our sponsor, Speedweed Marijuana. is legal in California, legal here too, right? Correct. So they will deliver it right to you. Don't leave the house. Dispensaries are a trap. Okay, you go there, and then there's like a they're like, hey, these hot bud tenders, are like, why don't you try this? Try that. Next thing you know, you're stoned. You get to a car, cop pulls you over, and now you got a DUI, and it's twenty thousand dollars. Forget that. More than that, okay? Instead, go to speedweed.com. They'll deliver it right to you. They have marijuana. They have uh, edibles. They have CBD and THC sex lube. My wife and I use that all the time. It's great. Your, your penis feels amazing. It feels like you're, it's a body high, and her vagina gets tighter. Okay, trust me on this one. Um, and everything else. They'll deliver it right to you. Okay, check it out. Go to uh, uh, speedweed.com. Follow them at speedweed. Mention roasted. You get $10 off. Also, Froggy MMA, it's time to forget everything you believe you know about frogs because this particular one will literally knock your shirts off. Okay, Froggy MMA. Yes, people, I'm talking about Froggy MMA. It is the new challenger in the ring, ready to take on the big guys with their new kick-ass collection of MMA gear. And listen, I don't care how tough you think you are. Some of you guys think you're so fucking tough. You're not that tough, okay? You can bet your bottom dollar that if you let these guys hit you with their gear, it will be an instant knockout. Boom. Faster than Ben's Nascreen get knocked out. Five seconds. <laughs> but you're out. You're out cold. Because their shirts and hoodies are so damn fluffy and comfortable. It will make grown-up men curl in a fetal position with a huge grin on their face. I love doing that. Uh, especially after sleep. Every time I sleep, I, I end up waking up in a complete fetal position. Really? Like, it's comfortable. It is yeah. comfortable. I like it. Yeah. And I'm into it. And they're even softer than Bisbing after round two against Henderson, okay? <laughs> These shirts feel so good on your skin, you'll never want to take them off again, unless it's a change to another one, all right? They even got one for my little baby. They gave her a little baby onesie. She's, nice. It's her favorite thing to wear, okay? You better get one each day of the week. Otherwise, I can guarantee you, it'll become part of your body. You won't be able to take the thing off, okay? And don't forget, your, your kids are the other half. My wife has a froggy anime thing. I have a froggy anime. Honestly, she never wears my shirts. She, she, she wears a frock MMA. Uh, really? Yeah. Think, All right. And I'm telling you, and, more, and they will love you forever being so considerate. You'll never have to fork out money for marriage or canceling, nothing, okay? There's more because this frog isn't in it for the money. They're not. It's for Chris and Joe, the founders of Frog MMA. They're actually amazing people. They came to go see my show in Atlanta like three different times. Uh, I think it was in Tennessee. They came from Atlanta. Whoa. Uh, and they train with... Uh, 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 Lima, the, the Lima brothers. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're really good people, okay? And uh, they've taken themselves into the support, the sport, and they know how frustrating it is to obtain sponsorships, to deal with promotional demands, and they're like, screw that, we're gonna do it because of their love of the game. So, That's rad. so support them, okay? They're sponsoring Josh Danger Marrer, Chelsea Bandita Brooks, and Hurricane Heather Joe Clark. Yes, Heather, we love Heather, okay? And with yeah. your help, They'll be able to uh, soon add more people to fighters to their families. So check them out. Froggy MMA. Froggy MMA. Follow them on Instagram. Follow them on Twitter. Check them out. Froggy MMA. Thank you, Froggy MMA. All right. We're going to have a great podcast. What's going on, Mitch? How's, how's life? It's good. So you went back to school. Now, did you ever, did you start school? Yeah. I... Okay, so now we're good. So you had a degree. You, you, uh, so you went to school for four years. Yeah. Hated your job. Yep. Became a fighter. Yep. Now you went back to school for what? Uh, education. I have a like basically a double. I'm getting a two degrees, so I'll have a native studies degree and then a phys ed degree. Native studies. Yes. Studies of Native Americans or Native Canadians. Yes. So basically, yeah, uh, Indigenous people of Canada. Wow. 
That's pretty cool. Yeah, you know, especially with, like, there's the Truth and Reconciliation Commission of Canada. So, like, this is basically making our version of, like, reparations for what happened in Canada. So you learn a lot about it. It's an important part of Canadian history, which has kind of been uh, glossed over. So there's a lot of cool stuff going on. So Nice. That's pretty. And then what are you going to do with that degree? Uh, well, like now as part of that, they're, they're putting it as part of the curriculum in, in, in education. So plan is to work at a school and, yeah. and teach phys ed and possibly native studies and that's know, awesome. And maybe jujitsu. Cause that's what I do right now is I teach, uh, two days a week, uh, teaching jujitsu to kids that are going to be the next set of phenoms, so to speak. I love it. Well, last time I was here, you're like, Hey, let's go to wrestling practice. And I went, you picked me up. It was like me, you, some old guy who was like 70 years old, uh, who was like from like, he looked like the bad guy from Popeye. Uh, but, and then a couple other guys. And I was like, okay, this will be cool. I'll go against Mitch, Canadian wrestling. I, I think I'll just I'll throw him on his head. I didn't realize how good you were. You were fucking me up. I was like, this is, <laughs> granted, I hadn't wrestled in a, in a couple years. But you were really good, man. And I didn't know how you never use your wrestling in fights. I, I think, like, I was thinking about that the other day, because I remember on the drive home, you're like, why don't you ever wrestle in your fights? And it's just, it just, like, when I'd fight, it would just become fucking chaos, and, you know, there was no structure, unless I had, like, specific game plan, and then when I did, it would work out well, but half the time, it was just, like, I, I could grind out, so might as well grind people out, because I'm not a super athlete, but, like, I, I, I knew I, I had it upstairs more than a lot of people. And, you know, it was just me fucking up. And that's probably what, what Coach Wink hated the most about me is, like, technically I could strike really well. Uh, Jiu-jitsu's never really been an issue because as soon as it hits the ground, it just instincts kick in. But wrestling and, and striking-wise, in the gym, I'd be awesome. And then it'd just turn into fucking brawling and uh, wrestling sometimes, but not really. And it just it sucks, you know. I was thoroughly impressed with your wrestling. I mean, you were, I was like, damn. And it's, it's overlooked. Your wrestling was definitely overlooked. Now, you, you were also in great shape because you were on a wrestling Canadian college team, right? Yeah, I was uh, with the Golden Bears, the U Alberta Golden Bears. So that was cool. And how did you do? Uh, you know, I got a couple of medals. Uh, I went up to 90 kilos and I won some, some matches. Uh, everyone's really big at 90 kilos. So I think that's. What's that, 100 and. 197. You wrestled at 197? Yeah. Wow. Well, like, I'm primarily a thrower. So but you fought at 55? Correct. So you were wrestling at 42 pounds heavier than what you were fighting at? Yeah. Wow. Like, I think it got, because I, I fought some big guys, like, Case is a big dude. Uh, Duffy's pretty big, too. It kind of got overshadowed that, like, 30 hours before, I'm 176 pounds. So, like, I'm, I'm 21 pounds out, you know, relatively close to weigh-ins. Fight day, I'm around 180. I'm, I'm past that 15% <laughs> mark that they talk about. Wow. It's just like, I, maybe because I have a bigger head, it doesn't look like I'm, I'm cutting a whole lot of weight. I don't know. But yeah, like I was walking around 180s easy. Wow. Now, do, then, you, do you miss fighting? No. At all? No. Do you ever think about going back? No. Really? I got, a, I got an offer the other day. I'd uh, fight at 165. Well, first they said 155, and I told them not a fucking chance. And then 165, uh, the new promotion in Eastern Canada, they, they've brought me out a couple times for jujitsu. That one that you watch where I went for 1500 darses <laughs> and then just heel hooked them. Yeah. Uh, they're going to MMA promoting and they wanted me cause like I conduct myself like professional right. all that shit. And I was like, I, I can't, I just can't. It's too hard on my, on my family. Um, you know, it just, I, I don't have it in me okay, that's good that's good you know what? i like that that's better than yeah i miss it i'm gonna do one more time and next thing you know your bj pen outside of a strip club um yeah now Look. now you took a lot of punches in the head uh especially the last couple fights your face looked like it was falling off but you kept going you're, you're like the the rocky of edmonton uh, <laughs> now do you still get headaches at all do you do you forget things are there any kind of ct nothing no like i have a like I think I had two A's last semester and two like A's out of two classes I was taking during spring session, summer session. That wow. Kind of thing. So like academically, I'm still good. You know, the, the thing is too, is I'm basically half ginger. So my fucking face <laughs> is really pale. So I wear anything like watch, I'll just scratch right there and it comes up right away. 
So that's a big thing is I wear it really badly. Um, the big reason why I like the last fight is I got fucking headbutted and it cracked my orbital. Oh. So yeah, that's going to, yeah, it's going to show real bad, but you know, the concussion things. No, good. I'm no. happy to hear that, man. Well, like I'd seen so many guys hang around too long and it's fucking sad to see. And it, it breaks your heart. People that you meet and, and then like four years later and you're like, holy shit, you've changed as a person. And it's just because the brain's changed. Do you think Diego's getting punched back to normal? Like it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's going the other way now? But what, what's normal for Diego? You know, like... What was he, it like? Did you live with him? No, I, I, but I trained with him every day. And he's a very, very good person. Yeah. Uh, a little centric? Definitely. Uh, he uses every kind of perspective he can. He just wants to do anything that's going to give him like a 1% edge. He'll try anything. Anything. Anything, I think. And, you know, he explains why. And that, <laughs> that to me is enough. You know, if you can explain yourself why you're doing something, it's good enough for me. Now, uh, today, speaking of MMA news, so they said that the usman Colby fight might not be happening at the, the Garden. And then... Colby Usman said, I want to fight. So everyone's saying it must be Colby. And then Masvidal tweeted like, fuck these bitches or something. Nate Diaz, let's do it. And then Colby, who was supposedly best friends with Masvidal, like they were, uh, where are you? 416. This is you to text me. Where are you? No. Uh, um, Did you double book? No, I didn't. Uh, I don't know who... Uh, Okay, so anyway, I, <laughs> this is really good radio. Yeah, this is great. This is very. I don't know what's going on. Oh, that guy. Uh, so, um, all right. So, okay. So they're tweeting a good radio. This is podcasting, dude. All right. So they're tweeting. All right. So then he goes, um, "Game bread." So my Colby wrote, "I know you're a dumb and desperate. Uh, I know you're dumb and desperate, but you spelled journeyman title wrong, Junior." Reading is fundamental and super necessary, just like winning is super necessary, because that's the whole thing, super necessary. To get title fights, you should try both sometime, you trash bag. Because uh, he wrote, Masvidal wrote, hey, Nate Diaz, fuck these losers. See you at MSG. Bad motherfucker title on the line, super necessary. So is this a joke? Is, are they going like a WWE angle where they're friends and now they're foes? Or they think they're really not like, what's your take on this? I think Colby is going full heel, like full pro wrestling mode. Uh, I don't think Mazudal plays that shit. Like he just wants to fight. I can appreciate that he's just there to fucking fight. He wants to fight Diaz. He wants to fight someone else that's tough. Wants to bring the fight. The big thing is, um, I can do without the super necessary in every goddamn tweet, <laughs> personally. But you know, if you got to have a shtick, it's fine. Colby has the mega hat and the hired strippers, and <laughs> Mazudal has. You know, he's street Jesus. He does whatever he wants. And right. he's got, he's, everything's super necessary now. I was pretty bummed though when Askren got knocked out like that. Cause oh, I'm a, fuck. It I'm broke a huge, my heart. I, I couldn't sleep. I think my wife said that I like, she'd never seen me that upset. I was like, no, you don't understand. <sighs> yeah, that was rough. Like, granted, I don't, I don't know him, but he, he, he's one of those guys who's very articulate. He's, I think he's good at trash talk, you know? But also, he was man enough to kind of like own it when he got right. fucking knocked out, and that makes me like him even more. Now, who do you think wins, him or Damian Maya? Uh, that's a tough one, you know, because I'm scared it's going to turn to a really shitty boxing match. Right, right, and which you got to think Maya has the advantage. You know, he's he's hurt guys standing. I don't think I've ever seen Askren hurt someone standing. Well, people's eyes, like, just are falling asleep, you know, <laughs> while watching it. But, yeah, no, that's going to be I, – I want Askren to win because, like, I mean, people don't really consider the Robbie Lawler fight a win. Yeah. I mean, because he wasn't out, or maybe he was, but uh, it was very sketchy, and it could have been stopped earlier um, if Askren probably would not have complained. He didn't know where he was for a second or two. After the angle slam. Yeah, that was insane. <laughs> That was insane. Do you know how strong you have to be to be able to do that? And that even makes Colby Company look that much better because of what he did to Lawler. Because that fight was insane. I mean, Colby is so good. I, it's got to be weird, American Top Team right now though. Like, who's training with Colby? Because you know he doesn't train with the Russians because they he called them like shitholes. Yep. They're Brazilians. Yeah. Anybody from South America? No. Nope. Now Masvidal. <laughs> it's got to be like one guy 
who trains with Colby Covington? Is he just hanging out with like Steve Mako and they just? I don't know who or uh, or uh, Cunts. What's his name? Um, that guy who the guy Cunts Kuntz Leo Kuntz. I think it's Kuntz. Kuntz, yeah. The you guy, call him whatever. Yeah, he's the guy that um that got he had a fight and they paid the other guy to lose and the guy still won. Yeah, Bang where Bang is in jail now in like Korea. He's in a Korean prison for. No, have you ever been to any kind of jail? No, well, I've been to jump camp. You really? You? Yeah. For what? I was like super drunk and stayed over at Jump Camp. Well, when was this? Oh, this is like first time in college. Wow. Yeah. I don't drink anymore because of shit like that. You don't drink at all? Not really. No. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> so the last time, last time I drank, I think I got to a bar fight. And a bouncer like grabbed me and I hip tossed him on his head. And then I got choked out by like five bouncers of a comedy club that I was, became a nightclub. They were like, that's the comedian. And then it was, I had to drive home four hours the next day and my neck was just full of like that like redness. Yeah, hickeys. Yeah, I was not hickeys though. It was terrible. So I know that, I know the fight's probably gonna be over by the time this airs. However, Khabib versus Poirier, we'll see if you were right. Who do you think wins this? Have you ever fought any Dagestani guys or trained with them? I've trained with them. They have a crazy wrestle. Are they nice? Are they arrogant? Are they like humble? They, they treat you with as much respect. It's just, and then Khabib's cousin's fighting too, Islam. Another, uh, yeah. that guy's awesome too. Um, and then also in Bellator, Ryan Bader, who may be the best fighter ever to leave the UFC, just keeps getting better, is fighting Czech Congo tomorrow night. He keeps winning. Yeah. Now, do they test it all in Bellator? You fought in Bellator, right? Do they add steroids to the contract? It seems like I never heard of one guy, except for Mike the Marine Richmond, is the only guy to ever fail a Bellator drug test. I forgot about uh, Some guys, but then and then uh, and then PFL also none of those guys. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. And then Derek Campos taking on Daniel Strauss. That's a good fight. Yeah. But I like Strauss. He like got into a I think a motorcycle accident. Didn't they say he'd never walk? Never walk again. And then he, he then he beat my friend Shane Crutchton in like one round. I like Shane, but he, he's, he's got to stop signing these contracts. He fought like Aaron Pico, Daniel Strauss. He was like, he's a good fighter. He's a very good fighter. But a lot of his early fights were at XFL or XFC in San Diego. Yeah. That's where the soccer mom fought, where they like bring homeless people out there and you just beat them up. Wins a win. <laughs> Wins a win. Well, have you ever seen those kind of oh, fights? Yeah, I saw the soccer mom and like this. Like, but like live, you've been there live, you're like, what is going on? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like these have them in. That happens in in boxing a lot, where one guy's like fifteen and zero Olympian versus a guy off the street, and but it seems like MMA that doesn't happen a lot, which I like. They seem to fare them up a little better. I, I, I think they need like a little bit of uh, in between. You know what I mean? Like not like shine up these guys real good. Yeah. Like otherwise, you end up with Aaron Pico, who has all the fucking talent in the world, but he wasn't like he rushed too fast, and now look, he's like. <sighs> I don't know. His chin's a little suspect, though. First pro fight, he got dropped. Oh, yeah, I forgot Yeah, but they put him against a guy that was like like 14 and 6 or something. Or... Yeah, like 14 and 3 or something. Yeah. Like he had a ridiculous, and he was a good fighter. Yeah. And, like, and I get it too. You're going to get guys like Aaron Pico who are, you know, what, junior world medalists in, in wrestling. And they're going to be hard to find fights for, especially. But they're also junior world medalists. He wasn't like a, he wasn't an Olympic, Olympian. He didn't have that experience. No, but it's, also he's. Yeah. Too, right? So there's that. And then you get guys like, um, who's that turd sandwich? Oh, Dylan Dennis? There we go. Uh, yeah, you got him, and he's fighting a guy who works at fucking Starbucks, and then he's calling out, calling. John him, Jones. Yeah, and he's saying, call me daddy. He's the, if there wasn't uh, Triple C, he'd be the king of cringe. Yeah, he would be. He'd be. He is the king of cringe. But he's actually, they're both kind of funny, although I, I think Cejudo's not doing it on purpose. I think Dylan Dennis is doing that stuff on purpose. I can't tell if he's trolling or not. Like <laughs> he is he, trolling. He's really fucking good at trolling then. He, just... No, he is. I mean, even like when I did that 
um, Ben Askren as I'm Ben Shark, do 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 And at the end, he wrote, Dylan Dennis sucks. He, he wrote back, like, uh, this tape coming soon. <laughs> like, <laughs> but then when Askren lost, he was like, keep your head up, man. You're a fucking champ and this and that. So, so I can appreciate that, you know? Yeah. And, like, I fucking hate how everyone's like, fight someone in the top 15. And you're like, he has two fights. Leave him the fuck alone. Yeah, yeah. Now, he called out John Jones, who's three white classes above him in a different division, uh, although now he might fight Logan Paul. Yeah. They're saying him versus Logan Paul. Bellator could make that fight because Logan Paul has no pro fights, but he only has, Dylan Dennis only has two. So that's an easy fight to make. On paper, and it'll sell. Unfortunately, it'll sell. Now, who do you think wins? Dennis. By, like, I, I think that Dennis could probably knock him out. Logan Paul's got pretty good boxing. No, he doesn't. He beat KSI, or that was a draw. I don't know what that means, <laughs> but no. <laughs> this guy KSI is this internet YouTube guy is supposed to be pretty tough and Logan Paul put it on him but it was like a draw they're having a rematch KSI versus Logan Paul but the he rematch was a, we demand I think he was uh took like fourth in the state of uh Ohio or something Logan Paul oh, in wrestling in in high school yeah high school so and yeah Ohio's a good wrestling state but you know it's like he went fucking Dylan Dennis went to ADCC like it's it's a different fucking game. It's like when I train with black belts that are competitive black belts. There's times where I get my shit pushed in. Like when I rolled with Lovato, it was the worst fucking time of my life. Against Rafael Lovato? Yeah. Like the pressure he put on me was insane. Did he tap you? Oh yeah. Like how, many, it, how many times? Like I think it was four times in like a five minute roll. And like wow. I have good fucking. Stuff he's also one eighty five, right? Yeah, he's a little bit bigger than that though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And he's also like, was he like the best American jiu-jitsu guy? Yeah, like uh, the guy who brought him in for a seminar, uh, he's a good friend of mine. And he's like, he's been a black belt longer than either of us have been training. Wow. Like the dude's a stud. Very underrated fighter. I don't know why, because he works hard. He's got good attitude. He wins fights. He finds ways to win. You know, I can get behind someone like that because I'm <laughs> fucking the same boat. Just uh, my jiu-jitsu not as good. But you're also, I think he's also, no offense, a little more talented. Like, where you're more of a rugged, fucking tough. You're tougher. Yeah. You're the tough. I, I had to be tough, though. I feel like you just ran out of rounds. Like, you'd be undefeated if there were no rounds. If it was like a like an old boxing, if it was like a 119 round fight, you would you would win. Yeah. Minus the team at the time when my fucking knee blew apart. Of course. That sucks shit. Now, um, was your ACL? Uh, it was my PCL, my MCL, and I tore my meniscus. Fuck. Now is that worse than your ACL tear? Uh, it's debatable, just because it was it was like partial tears all around, and then like if you get your ACL, a lot of the time is there's not enough blood flow to cause effective healing. So like, and then also you got to take like hamstring tendon and all. Yeah, that, that was shit. me. They, 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 I did that. They took my graft, put it in my leg. Yeah, and like, and they do that because there's less chance of it being rejected, right? Um, I, I I'm I'm okay with what I had done, you know. I didn't need surgery. I just needed like lots and lots of rehab. And then sometimes my knee clunks because of the meniscus tear. Now, how was training with John Jones? I never trained like with him. Um, but I, I like, I know that all his extracurriculars are whatever, but he was super cool to me. Yeah. I, he's super nice. He asked me questions like, because we got separated between like guys 170 under and then 170 yeah. above. So he'd watch my rounds and stuff, and like he liked it because I would go for submissions. I'd get on guys. I'd use pressure, um, fight how I was supposed to fight, not how I actually fought. Right. <laughs> um, so he was he was good shit. Him and Dom Waters would always watch. They're they're cool guys. I like them. I I can't speak for the other stuff, but uh, does anybody ever addict to you? You can say it now. You're retired. Oh, uh, Arlovsky. Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. He just was like rude. He was just like, and, and like, I wasn't looking to be his fucking best friend or anything. I was just like my normal polite self, but he was kind of like very standoffish, um, shit like that. And it's whatever. I've heard that about him. You don't have like, and I get it. You don't have to be everyone's best friend. Like, but we just got to make each other better. Me and Efren Escadero, when I was still at the lab, were really cool to, with each other. Um, but like I wouldn't go out, like I wouldn't have him over for my birthday or something. Right. But he would get the best fucking rounds out of me. Wow. He would, and that like I talk about how I was much better in the gym than I was fighting. That guy is amazing in the gym. He was pretty good at fighting too. He won the Ultimate Fighter. Even better. 
in the gym. Like you'd see him in the gym, and I think he, if that version came out, he could have been world champion. Wow, I thought he was projected to be the champion after the Ultimate Fighter. He was fucking everyone up. Yeah, and but like, you know, shit happens. You know, and that's what you have to do. You have to take what happens in the gym and bring a game day. And you know, I stopped doing it. He didn't always do it. And did you ever train with uh, O'Malley? Yeah, well, he's like a lot smaller than me. Yeah, yeah. But you know, he he figured out how to make his his style work for him. And the fact that he's having success now and he's being marketed and stuff, good for him. He's very unconventional. I watched uh, sparring over there at the lab, and yeah. he was doing the same shit he does in the fight. Like he has, that's how he trains. He, he's been doing that since he was an amateur. Like hands down, hands chin down, out, just fucking walk around. Yeah, yeah. Around. But he makes he, he gets that swagger going, and he does his own thing. Good for him. And his his uh, Tim Welch, the the other guy, he really works with. Yeah, he should not be like that guy. Knows how to get to like get inside O'Malley's head and be make him the best he can. He's a black belt too now. Uh, I he I think he deserves a lot of credit for helping with the MMA portions of of the lab too. I think. Okay, so a fight that uh, has not happened yet won't happen by the time this comes out. Cerrone versus Gaethje. Uh, those guys trained together. Supposedly Cerrone got the best one back in training, but this is now years later. Who wins this fight? Talk to me. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Gaethje. I think just because, you know, it's in the gym. In the gym don't always mean stuff, especially when you're a power hitter like Gagey. Like, if Gagey's going to run out of fucking training partners, if he throws like he throws in fights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, You know, like how he chops those kicks, how he throws that right hand, you know, but, and, and he comes out hard and fast. What, and the opposite of that is, is Cowboy's more technical, can move well. Uh, but at the beginning of the fight, he starts off slow. He's trying to get his timing and his range, and Gaethje does not give a fuck, and he just comes forward and throws bombs. So I'm going to pick Gaethje. What was sparring with uh, Cowboy like? I, didn't, I only got sparring once. It was my first day, and uh, he didn't trim his toenails, and it cut my underneath. Oh. Now, all that stuff he says about Jackson's, how you could pay $100 to roll with Holly Holm now, and how it's like the, the best guys aren't there, no one knows what's going on, why he left. Is that any truth to that or no? I don't know. Like, there's there's two sides. I'm I'm full fucking. Coach Wink was my was the man that I was really pissed off when he started talking shit about the the wrestling coach Chad Smith. He was talking all this shit that was based on on nothing. Like he watches YouTube videos the night before. Yeah, and- like he he was like in high school and junior high, like a really good wrestler, and then he went and went to the Marine Corps instead of pursuing wrestling. You know what I mean? He, he, like, Chad has a really good mind for MMA wrestling. He was really good. Uh, I think that they just didn't get along. So sometimes when that happens, you build up shit in your own head. Uh, I think it sucks that that happened because I think that team is better with everyone on the same page. First time I met Cowboy, he goes, roast me and I'll fuck you up. And I was like, oh, nice to meet you too. <laughs> like, no problem. But then we became friends. So I was like, all right. Uh, Uriah Hall versus Shoeface on that card, which is actually going to be in Vancouver. Um, that's a good fight. That, that is. I feel like Shoeface doesn't get like credit for like, he's really good. You flying triangled Gary Tonin. That's so fucked. Because he's a big dude. <laughs> yeah. I've seen him in person. He's big. Yeah. He's a big guy. Uh, Uriah Hall is so hot and cold sometimes. So hot and cold, right? Sometimes he, he looks like he's the reincarnation of prime Anderson Silva. And some days he's just the I was at the MMA Awards. I was hanging with him, and everyone thought that he was Stylebender and kept congratulating him for winning. And he's like, what the fuck? He goes, why does everyone keep congratulating me? I was like, oh, they think they think you're Israel. And he's like, oh, damn it. Like, we were both laughing our asses off. What's he like? <laughs> he's really nice. He's a little sensitive. Um, but he's op- honest about his sensitivity. Like, he's a guy that, like... After one of my shows, he was like, I should be mad at you for everything you said, but I'm not. Like, cause he, but he's, he's one of those guys that like, once he likes you, he's the nicest guy ever, but he does take things personally, you know? So it's, it's a little bit like, uh, he's a hard guy to make fun of because I don't, I don't want him to get upset, you yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, but he's, he seems like a real sweet guy. Uh, Nikolai, Nik- Nikita Krylov versus Glover. Uh, mm. Yeah. So he's never 
wrestler kind of out of it. He, he can always wrestle. He's got good jujitsu. I don't. I'd never want to get fucking hit by him. But Krylov's, you know, he's crafty. So it's good fight. Yeah, I, I, you're right. Every time I bet against Glover, he wins. Uh, Todd Duffy versus Jeff Hughes. Duffy's back. I'm happy about that. That dude's also office rocker. Nice guy though, but Jesus. Uh, He's, he's like on a different planet. Uh, like he'll just text me randomly, be like, "Hey, tweet this," at like four in the morning about another fighter, and then at four fifteen, I'll be like, "All right, don't do that." Actually, uh, it's all about being positive right now. I'm like, I wasn't going to. <laughs> and like what? I'm like, all right, man. I like that guy, but I like it by him. He comes to my shows by himself. He always he always rolls alone, and I I like I like respect that. Like he doesn't need an entourage. He doesn't need you know. Yeah, but I feel like it's the same. Uh, I think he also wants to be a comic. I think he secretly wants to do it. I don't know. He's so big and imposing. I just laugh whatever he says. I'm not really sure if he's actually a scary dude. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Sanchez versus Marvin Vittori. He's a guy from Italy. I think he's, is he the guy that almost beat, um, he's the guy that Marvin Vittori almost beat, uh, a guy that's going to fight. He's from Greece. Or Italy. Is he the guy, Italian guy? The guy that almost beat... They want to have him fight John Jones next. And did he, and he got taken down a couple times by this guy. Um, fucking... I know you're talking about... Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Let me see this. This is terrible. Yeah, but you know you what I'm talking about, right? No, it's funny, though, because people listening to this are going to be screaming it out. Yeah, They're going to be like, it's fucking... Yelling at their, at, at their phones. Yeah, yeah. Martin Vittori, sure dog. I think he beat a guy that like I was like, this guy has terrible wrestling. He's the dark horse in middleweight. Yeah, he might be. He he, he got um, yeah he he's fighting Andrew Sanchez. Uh, oh, against Stylebender. Yeah. Really? Yeah, he almost beat Stylebender. Yeah, yeah. He took him down a couple times, and that's when I was like, well, if this dude can take him down, what's this guy gonna do? You know. He fought Brunson, and you're just like, oh well, fucking Vittori took him down. Yeah. But like I've also heard Vittori's. A lot of those guys from other countries, they learn like one double leg, but they're so strong. It's like better off than anything else. It's like they, they all they know is a double leg, but they're so strong that it works for them every but time. Like, like someone like you, you're thinking about how you're going to chain wrestle and kind of keep shit moving. They're just like, I have this double and nothing's going to stop it. Like if Nganu learns a double leg, who's going to stop Nganu's double leg? Yeah, who's, gonna, who's stopping that? Uh, Chaz Skelly versus Jordan Griffin. I like Chaz Skelly. You know that guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he's he's a he's a nice guy. He's kind of a hipster. He came to my show wearing like like you would never think he was a fighter. He's one of those dudes, kind of. He wore like a like a tight pink shirt, and you're like, this guy's a fighter, but he, he's he's legit. Louis Smoka versus Ryan McDonald. I hope Smoka wins. Me too, man. I, I met him at the uh, when they did the performance institute unveiling, uh, and he was super cool. He was just easy to talk to. He was super nice. Like to gamble, I think. Then after that, it's Yair Rodriguez versus Jeremy Stevens. It's a great fight. After a year of what he did to the Korean Zombie. Yeah, that was fucking crazy. I think Jeremy Stevens <laughs> is always in a fight. Like he's always there. He can he can drop anyone with one shot, and that weight that's crazy. Yeah. And Rodriguez, same thing, except he'll do something spinny or insane. <laughs> Yeah, I like you, Rodriguez. I like. I want Jeremy to win. I know his wife. His wife's cool. He comes to my shows. This is how I like base who I want to win, uh, whether or not they come to my shows. And Carla Esparza versus Alexa Grasso. I like that fight. I like Carla. Carla needs to win. I feel like she's she always gets so close now. Yeah, she's always at the top. It's kind of like that Rich Franklin syndrome, right after Anderson showed up. He's like close, 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 and then just get knocked down. Or like Bader in the UFC was like that. He was, he was always like right there, and then he wasn't. And then he leaves and knocks out a ghost. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, and then uh, a lot of girls on this card. I, uh, Marlon Renault, I like her. She's the school teacher, yeah. hottest school teacher ever in the history of school teachers. Against Irene Aldana. Did you still have that girlfriend? Yeah. It's yeah. been a long time now. Yeah, three years. Three years? No ring? I don't have no money. Come on. Wow. It's like a kid except it's like a Yeah, wow. That's 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 rough. Really? Well, no, actually he does like that. No, I'm saying you don't have any money saved up. You were in What what happened to your your uh, WWE uh, career? It's not happening. Why? Well, cuz like I'm still 
I'd rather have like a stable <laughs> job and then be able to buy extravagant shit yeah. for my, my girlfriend. Well, you're going to be a school teacher, so that's going to change. Um, by the we, we pay teachers way differently. I'm really? Oh, good, good, good. I remember actually, I was telling you, I remember last time I suggested that you go into porn or something, and uh, and your dad hit me up, like, porn? Like, <laughs> like, I was laughing my ass off. I like your dad. Your dad's got a hot, your stepmom's pretty hot, by the way, just so you know. All right, so also uh, on this card, Angela. I don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> Tyson Nam versus Sergio Pettis. That's a name that I was not really expecting to see. Tyson Nam? Tyson Nam. He's been around for a while. So long, like, he was in those. motion yeah like that dude is has been around he has been around and then bellator ben henderson versus miles jury the following week you train with ben henderson ben is like i hope ben wins ben's one of the nicest people i've i've ever met fighting or otherwise i wish him nothing but success also it seems like in the gym he goes 100 percent all the time like when i watch him train i'm like who can beat this guy and then people beat him. I'm like, how the fuck did that happen? I watched that guy train. It was insane. You know, and, and like I said, sometimes you got to take what, what happens in the gym and bring it to the fight. And it, sometimes it doesn't happen or someone throws a fucking wrench in the works. Have you thought about bare knuckle boxing? It's getting very big right now. No, no chance. <laughs> fuck that. I think that's that's just stupid. Like, I see half these assholes that train for it, and I'm using quotation fingers for train. And they're just like, they treat it the same as fucking boxing. And it's like, you can't. Yeah. Your hand will break. Just all this different shit. Like, bare knuckle boxing is what it is. So you're not looking forward to Gabriel Gonzaga is fighting Bigfoot Silva in bare knuckle boxing? What's the payoff for either guy? Like, like really? Or for the audience? Come on, I'm going to watch that. Yeah, yeah I'm going to watch it because it's a freak show <laughs> fight. Remember when Giant Silva fought anyone in Pride? I'd watch the shit out of those. Yeah. Because it's mildly... They're going to make him shave their knuckles, by the way. Uh, because it's got to be completely bare knuckle. Uh, Jack Hermanson, who beat... He beat... Uh, who did he beat? He beat what's someone? Um, he beat... Hana, uh, Jacare? Jacare. He's fighting Jared Cannonier. Oh, yeah. Cannonier, yeah. He's a good fighter. He's super, super athletic. You have, that's in uh, September 28th. That's in uh, Denmark. Tiago Alves taking on Gunnar Nelson. Gunnar's a guy that just keeps coming up and down, up and down, up and down. It's like, which Gunnar's going to show up, right? Oh, yeah. And, but, like, since Alves went to 55 and he came back and his body looked really weird when he went back up, he's starting to, like, get back into that 170 frame, I think. So it, it makes it interesting for me. Yeah. And then Ian Kudalaba versus Khalil Roundtree. You don't know that? Roundtree is the guy that knocked out. I know, I know Roundtree. Yeah, yeah. I don't know the other guy. Kudalaba. He's the, the, the Hulk or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy's a badass. And uh, Nicholas Dalby is taking on Alex Oliveira. Dalby's back. He's a guy that was, he had that fight with Darren Till that was amazing. Yeah. And yeah. then he had like depression, he suffered from like super bipolar, went to Cage Warriors, won like four fights in a row, and now he's back. So I really hope he wins. I like that guy a lot. And then Sierra Batazara is back. Do you ever train with him? Yeah, well, I've trained around him. He's one of the craziest human beings I've ever met in my life. Nicest guys, but... Super nice. I hung out with him and Mayhem, and Mayhem was a normal one. That... <laughs> By the way, for all, everybody who's listening, Mayhem is out of jail. Uh, he's at a halfway house, I believe, or some kind of a assisted living thing. Uh, he'll be out another month, but he's doing very well. So uh, that's uh, the that's update. Mark Diakise against Lando Venata. That's a good matchmaking fight. Both those guys are like ninjas. With Orlando. Orlando? I like Orlando. You ever train with him? Yeah. What, what's, what's he like? He's good. He's hard to get his timing. And he's, he's a good wrestler. Even though it's like, but, you know, uh, I think sometimes it's a, it's a motivation thing. You know, like how motivated he is for a fight or not. But, like, he can, he's in any fight. Like, people were picking him over Ferguson. The guy on his first UFC fight, people were like, this guy's going to win. I'm like... This guy took the fight on three days' notice that no one's ever heard of him. Dude's a stud. He's a total stud. And if he's, he's motivated to fight, I think he can beat anyone. That's a, a, insane that, like, you wonder how many guys out there are like that that just haven't had the call or the right manager or the right luck. Like me as a comic. Uh, but you're like, man, like, take the fight on a week notice against the number three guy in the world and people are picking that guy. And almost win. Almost win. Yeah, he dropped Ferguson a bunch of times. Yeah. Yeah, nobody's better than my friend TJ uh, 
TJ Brown. He's the guy that fought um, the wrestler Jack Swagger. See that guy? He walked out to Old Town Road. Is that the? Uh, <laughs> he works at like a meat slaughtering plant. Yeah. I can get behind that, even though it's like uh, looking like a kid from recess. It looks like Jack Black a little bit. A little bit. Um, yeah, I can see it. But yeah, he's um he he's calling everyone out bare knuckle. He he he's. He, I don't know. If his Twitter page was, he's just him calling everyone, all the everyone out bare knuckle. He wants to fight someone bare knuckle. Yeah, and, <laughs> I just, yeah, I like, fuck. MMA is so fucking weird sometimes. Now, October fifth, Robert Whitaker against Israel Adesanya. Fuck, I'm looking forward to that fight. Who wins? I have no idea. That's why I like it. It's got to be Whitaker. I mean, if Gastelum could arguably win on the feet against Israel, what's Whitaker gonna do? Yeah. It is that karate kind of timing with, with punches. Gaston just gets all up in your grill and nonstop throwing punches. Don't move your head offline where you're like, hey, this guy's going to slip this. And he's just like going all... Well, what does that mean offline? So like off the, off the center line, right? Yeah. Moving like you're doing a split punch. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't really split punch. He just, he just throws and knocks your head off, which I appreciate. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Like Israel's so good. That's the thing is his forward back uh, movement so good because of that 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 stance forward back forward back able to throw big. I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Me too. Now, do people recognize you in college at all from being Mitch Clark? No. Nobody. I got more fucking notice when I did that stupid ass Jackson Wink. Uh, have that mullet and the fucking fake mustache. Yeah. And they brought me in as like some idiot. Oh, off that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Beat the shit out of all of <laughs> and then everyone just writes on there. Well, you wouldn't need to be fucking disguised anyway, because no one knows you. Oh, like, fuck them. Fuck uh, I get recognized more for that than I do for fighting. <laughs> uh, Dan Hooker versus Ally Aquinta on that card. Uh, I hope Al wins. Me too. Hooker could take a beating. I, th- I think Al's gonna beat him, but Al- Dan Hooker's pretty good. Hooker's good. Like he's like he is crafty on his feet. Yeah. Now, now, did Al ever hurt you in your fight? Fuck yeah. When I got dropped. Oh, okay. I, he got a kick and he threw one and it landed behind my ear. And I'd been talking with Joe Riggs, which is always entertaining. But, uh, and we were talking about when he fought Diego and he got dropped by Diego and he went to get up and he got kneed in the fucking grill. Ugh. That was terrible. But I was like, that was in my playing in my head as I was like going to get up. And instead, I got fucking whooped on for the rest of the round. But you pulled off a submission, one of the best ones I've ever seen. Thank you. Uh, so Dominic Reyes, undefeated, versus Chris Weidman. Ooh, at 205? At 205, at 185. Uh, it's got to be at 205. Uh, October 18th, my little brother's birthday, in Boston, Massachusetts. Who do you think wins that fight? Dom. Really? Yeah. Over Weidman? Yeah. Come on. I, I just, like, he, he's starting to wear and tear, like show all his wear and tear. He just had... Ugh, you know, Cole I know. Is one of those guys that just like did not get to show how good he was. Like, yeah, he was a champion, but I think he could have shown even more. The Luke Rockhold, that that fight just fuck that made me sad. Yeah. Uh, also on that card, Calvin Qatar versus Zabit. Qatar is pretty good. Yeah. But Zabit, I, I think, is a different level. Yeah, he's Zabit's so well rounded and like does shit you don't expect. Unbelievable. I mean, he's one of those guys, when I first saw him, I'm like, this guy's going to be the champion. Everyone's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, dude, this guy, there's something different about this guy. Yeah. So, uh, and then this, uh, they also have uh, Walt Harris versus Overeem, uh, December 14th. Already, uh, oh no, actually, a different card. Uh, Harris versus Overeem. It just got deleted. But who do you think wins that fight? Walt Harris or Overeem? They're, they are fighting. Reem? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Did you train with Harris? No. I was at, uh, Reem was at uh, Jackson Wink when I was there. I didn't get to meet Walt Harris. Uh, is he an ACC guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a nice guy, though. Is he? Super nice guy. Like, I just, like, and I, I got shit for this for when I said it on a, on a sure dog. No, not sure dog. Fucking another podcast. 
But, like, I just can't get behind Walt Harris fights because they're, like, he, he loses a bunch of fights, then gets brought back again right away. Like, he's had... But now, he's winning all these fights. So now yeah. I'm get, like, it's good so for him. So he proved you wrong, yeah, Mitch Clark. Well, I've been wrong a fuck ton. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was going to win fights, I didn't. A you know, fuck shit, ton? shit like that. It's okay. But, like, good for him, you know. But, like, Overeem is... I like him a lot. He's a good dude to me. Yeah. You know, I've heard, you know. Yeah, the guys, the guys over at the Black Saiyans hate him. They said that he would do his own thing. Like, he would come in there and he'd have his own camp Yeah, within the camp. And I can, I, if you have the fucking money to do that, then do it. He, he did it over at Jackson's too? I think so. I, he just scheduled his, his training time. So what worked for him, he liked nighttime training, I think, because you fight at night, right? So he just, like, would have his, a couple of his, like, That's coach, smart, nighttime training. Well, like, he, when do you have all your dual meets? At like 4 p.m., 4.30, yeah. whatever. When do you have practice? Usually your second practice is at that time. Right. So it's just like getting used to, your body is going to get used to performing at that time. It makes sense. Are you guys doing two a days in college? Yeah. Oh, my God. So is this your last season, this, this season? I don't know if I'm going to wrestle this season. Why not? I'd rather like pro wrestle. and I You want won all the medals all last year. Yeah, but like it's so hard being 90 kilos. Well, how come you can't go with your uh, lighter? Because uh, the guy at that weight class is a national champion in her. You can't beat him? No. Is it close? Uh, I've scored more against him in practice than I've seen him get scored in any dual meets. <laughs> but it's fucking practice, so it don't count. Is there a weight class below him? 76, yeah. But how, like how, how, how much is that converted? 20 kilos. Oh, 176, you're saying? Uh, 76 kilos. Is what? One fifty, one sixty. Twenty-eight, thirty-two pounds, I think. So it's like one sixty-five or something. Yeah. You can't make that. I just don't want to. <sighs> but could I'm, you? I'm could you? Could you be a national champion at that weight? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> but could you be a national champion at one ninety or one ninety-nine, whatever you're wrestling at? No, because the guy who's like, even in terms of like Cam West, the guy in my weight class just took third at Junior Worlds. The guy at your college? No, no, the guy, uh, USASC, so Saskatchewan. Oh, so you're of, like, competition. Yeah, and he, he fucking did really, really well. Like, he won nationals, and then he went over, and he beat, he, like, he won Pan Ams. And then how do you do against him? Uh, it's the only time I've ever been snapped out of position. Wow. Like, he's a power lifter in the fucking offseason. Did you score any points on him? No. No, I got tacked. You got tacked? Yeah. But he pinned everyone else. So All right, like, there we go. Was it, was, it, was it close? Did you ever almost catch him in a position? I, I was trying to scramble ahead, but, he, you know, actually, this is kind of funny. He had done one of my seminars, my jiu-jitsu seminars, when he was, like, 16. So he knew your moves. Well, he knew that I liked funk wrestling uh, and all shit. And I was like, I know. Damn. But, like, his name's Hunter Lee. He's a stud. He, you're going to see him on the podium for big tournaments, I think. Is he going to go into MMA? I, I don't think so. So you're thinking about not wrestling this year. Come on, Mitch. Can't I'm, just I'm, be, I'm living vicariously through you. Well, you chose the wrong person. No, what, is, what does your dad think? Does he want you to wrestle? I don't know. He doesn't care? I, I think he just wants me to be happy. What which, a, yeah. What about your girlfriend? Uh, she wants me to just do one activity, have fun, to be really good at it. Right. As opposed to like stretching myself between pro wrestling, freestyle wrestling, uh, jiu-jitsu, probably half a bunch of other shit that I probably don't need to be doing. Now, how do you think you do against Dylan Dennis in jiu-jitsu? I, I think he's he's better than me. But you could beat him? I could maybe catch him. I don't fucking know. Like, I know that you're trying to fish for... <laughs> but he's, like, he's fairly big. And he's good at jujitsu, man. Like, he's been doing it since he's, like... Yeah, no, he's been really good. Yeah, like, right now, I'm only doing jujitsu three, four days a week. He's probably still doing it. But you're a black belt. Yeah. Hmm. He's, like... Like, there's, there's competition black belts, and then there's, like, recreational black belts. And then I'm, I'm kind of in the middle. Right. I'm good at some stuff. Eh, next level. Eh. So where can people find you? Uh, Twitter, which is usually just me bitching about my classes. I see. I see. It's so funny. <laughs> and then uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, fan page are all Mitch Clark MMA. I'm wrestling tomorrow night, pro wrestling. What time? Start at 7. Man, it's like, I, guess, I think it's right during my show. No. Fuck, I'd love to come. What's your, what's your gimmick? Yeah. Uh, good guy. Do you know if you're winning or losing tomorrow? Yeah. 
Like Phil Baroni refuses to lose. He goes, if I was going to lose, I might as well do a real fight. <laughs> That's what he said. Yeah, just make it a shoot, man. Just like, oh, yeah. Um, and just change the finish. Oh, that's hilarious. No. Um, like, the thing is, is, pro wrestling is the best because it has everything you want in entertainment. It's got some fighting stuff. It's got some drama. Suspends disbelief. You know, it's like you're watching a movie, but you're also watching a fight. I enjoy it. It's yeah. my favorite thing now. Really? I love I love wrestling more than I love fighting. We call CM Punk for a pro wrestling match. <laughs> He's like as much as I banged on him as a fighter. Yeah. It's probably just the same fucking thing when I pro wrestled. <laughs> yeah. Flipped. Oh really? <laughs> he was a really really good rest pro wrestler. Yeah. Like. It's unfortunate because a lot of MMA guys are like, fuck that guy. And I was one of those guys who was like, fuck that guy. But as a pro wrestler, he was amazing. And, you know. Yeah. You can't knock it. Yeah. Can't knock success. So uh, you could see me. Uh, go to adamhunter.com. Follow me at Adam Comedian. Follow me at MMA Roasted. Uh, next week, um, I'm at the House of Comedy in Phoenix, Arizona. At the end of September, October, I'm at... Uh, I'm in New Jersey at Tiff's Comedy Club in Morris Plains. I'm also at the Carolina Comedy Club in Myrtle Beach. I'm also in Las Vegas at um, the uh, Laugh Factory in Las Vegas. And then November, I'm going to be... I don't know where the fuck I am. I'm back in Vegas. And then I'm also in December, I'm in Las Vegas at the uh, LA Comedy Club. A lot of Vegas. Go to adamhunter.com. Check out MMA Roasted. Check out my other podcast called Daddy Issues with Dean McDermott and Nikki Paris. Thank you, Mitch Clark. You're a legend. Take care. Trap sons and trap sons and trap sons. Trap sons and trap dons and trap dons and trap dons. Tuni sons to hook them door to land. Tadas tot and door to the moro tad.